Hello again. Welcome to another edition of Kester PWS Out Loud. I'm Rob Bartenstein, and as usual, I am joined by my partner, Scott Wilson. Today, we have a special guest, Matt West. And uh, Matt, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you very much. It's good to be here. You, uh, speaking of being here, you haven't been here all that long, have you? No, uh, we came over in October. So tell us a little bit about you, your firm, where you were before, and kind of how this all came to be. Sure. Um, thanks. Um, we were at Merrill. Um, our last uh, 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 time was there. We started at Dean Witter, a partner now. When I say we, Dave and I, mm -hmm. um, in 1996. Yeah. So, you know, moved around the wirehouses a little bit, ended in Merrill uh, in 2008. And um, the primary focus of our business is corporate executives, high net worth people. And, um, uh, sorry, what was the last question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, just how long you've been here and kind of like oh. how you came to be. I think you answered that. So, um, your firm is? Oh, firm is Canton Wealth Partners, Roswell, yeah. Georgia. Roswell, Georgia. Mm -hmm. And you guys, um, there are three of you and two assistants. There are. There's five in the firm. Myself, um, my long-term partner, Dave Combs. We've been partners for 25 years. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Benji McLeod, right. long-term colleague of ours. I actually trained Benji <laughs> a little a lifetime ago. Of course, he's taken off and been a very successful FA in his own right. And then we came together again at Merrill about uh, eight years ago. And you all are in one location now, but we're con we're already have we already have a plan to open another one, right? We do. Benji um, lives in a town about two hours south of, of Atlanta, so he, you know, his idea is to be more near his family, like we all want to be, right? We all want right. to be close to our family, and then you know, gives us another avenue to build out the business, build out the brand. So yeah, we're really excited about opening that second office for sure. Um, sometimes people talk about transition as a little bit like childbirth. <laughs> and and it's, it's fresh in your memory, right? I mean, right, you all right, really right, kind of right. just finished. Sure. So tell us a little bit about that. The, you can tell us the good, the bad, and the ugly. I will, I'll be happy to. Well, first of all, childbirth was easy for me. I just stand there. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you. Uh, but, uh, you know, for the wife the three times, I'm sure it's quite difficult. Right. Um, transition change is always difficult. You know, I've done this before. We left Dean Witter for UBS, UBS for Merrill. Um, so we, you know, going into it, what it's going to be like, mm -hmm. um, I guess there is an added little bit of, uh, concern because it's the unknown, you right. know, being independent, you know, for so long in the wirehouse, but, um, you know, uh, uh, the, the, the whole process from introductions to different platforms, to deciding to work with you guys, to the move, I mean, it was three or four years. It wasn't right. a, a short term and y'all were going to work with us all the way. So by the time we got ready, I was just ready to go. You yeah. know, I was ready yeah. to go time, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. But uh, the 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 anticipation and the unknown, um, you know, that's that's the that's the hardest part, I guess, about getting ready to go. It's like anything, right? Once you jump, you jump. Right. And then you're in it. You know. What about the products and services? I mean, a lot of people have concern that maybe coming from a Merrill or a Morgan or UBS, you know, there may not be the quality of services in the independent space. How do you feel now that you've you've gone through that? Yeah, that's a great question. Well, you know, that is a good question. I, you know, I, at first, when you make the transition, everything is different. So if, then you, you don't understand if that different means good or bad, right? And so you're learning and you're just absorbing all this info. So at first I thought, you know, I'm, I'm giving up so many of these things that I've relied on for so long, you know, the website, tech here, the ease of movement here and all that. But what I've found is, is you just have to explore a little deeper under the hood because you have more options now. You have more choices. And with choices may come a little bit longer decision-making time. But as far as the services, I'm able to replicate 
and do everything I did before. I mean, I'm a, I'm the PM for most of my clients. Uh, that really never had to change the, the way I do the job though. I mean, through, you know, the, the new technology I've, you know, it's, it's different, but it's, 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 it's doable. And I, you know, in products, there's more products that I've found, you know, cause you have a basket. I gotta be honest with you. I haven't even got into all the different yeah. products and opportunities and everything. So yeah. looking Look, forward to that. It's really part of our model, right? That, you know, we're here to help consult and, and make that transition right. in a fully supported model, you know, a lot easier. And I'm glad that it's worked out as well as it did for you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, you know, the the whole, you know, setting up the office, I mean, you know, that, and then the move and all the technology, I, I've, I've said it before, I, I couldn't imagine doing that on my own with all the stress of the job and the clients and the family. I just That's it. I mean, well, that's, you know, when we were setting this thing up, that was kind of the, the answer to the question of what can we provide to the market was really those things because right. we know you don't need our help being a PM. We know you don't need our help with client relationships or or anything along those lines. But what you probably really want to do is focus on those things and not have to worry about changing the toner and the copier and You're all that kind of stuff. Right. So that that whole thing is kind of the reason that that we began in the first place. So it's really cool to hear you say that, and we're we're almost twelve years on now, but. Um, I know that people that are listening, <clears throat> excuse me, I know the people that are listening have a kind of a, the million dollar question is, all right, man, okay, cool. You got your own firm, you got your own name, you got your own office, logo, brand, like cool. But what about the assets? Do people come, you know? You know, I, I, I feel very blessed. I mean, I truly do. I, I was able to retain about 90% of our relationships, you know, didn't get them all. And, you know, and, and at first, you know, like I look, I, I, you know, as if every now and then when I got the no or the uncon, you know, and, and I thought, wow, you know, I'm, I, I put so much time and effort into these people. Right. right. It's, you know, because they're precious. All of them are precious. But, right. But what I realized is, is now that I'm over, I mean, my book is cleaner with no dead accounts, really. And I love those people, but, you know, not everybody is, deserves or, or requires a lot of your time, but they still take up some you know mm -hmm. bandwidth mm -hmm. and so in in getting rid of some of those legacy assets that weren't really propelling the business and then um consolidating my book you know into uh which i'd done getting ready to move i mean this whole process wasn't like i was i was two or three years in no understanding where i wanted to be so i moved the portfolio into you know something that could be replicated anywhere and everywhere you know mm -hmm. highly liquid you know things like that so you know i think that uh the asset transition was what's much easier doing it that way. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at, you know, I'm more than I thought I, you know, when, you know, when you do the math and you're like, this is the number I'm yeah. going to be at and this, well, this would be really good. And I'll probably not hit that. Well, <laughs> you manage we, your own expectations. Yeah. Well, right? you know, you never well, I know. Think, you I, know? I think we're, we were both advisors for a very long time, as you know, and I think what, what I always am sensitive to is that we know how hard it is to get a client. We know the blood, sweat, and tears, right? That, that each rep, each family and each client represents. And you, we, I think we're all, and I'm talking about the whole business, I think we're all wired this way. Losing one of those people can be can feel worse than getting everyone else at times, yeah. right? And we yeah. kind of have to just manage our psychology and just say, look, I mean, many are called, but few are chosen. But, but when you say, you're at 90%. I mean, the the number that I tell people that I'm confident of is 80%. So you all are doing better than than kind of where I would try and set expectations, but we feel it every time somebody doesn't get one of those folks that they kind of maybe thought they would, It's it, it hurts. But 
like, I think what people want to know is when the dust settles, you know, am I good? And you're clearly validating the fact that, you know, that 80% average is about right. And y'all did better than average. Uh, well, like I said, yeah, (laughs) we feel very blessed. And, um, um, you know, I, I look back at it now and I'm, and I, you know, you, you worry about so many things. Yeah. And uh, I, I think you, you really forget that your clients really, they need you. They, they want to be with you. You right. just have to give them. It's a, you, right? It's not the bull or whatever. It's you. That's who they want to be with. I, yeah. I, well, come to find out. Yeah. But you yeah. wonder, you know. Right, right. That's you never the know until you know. You it. And then, but then uh, after the conversations, you know, overwhelmingly, it was, you know, the, it was well received, you know. And, uh, you know, look, it's not all, you, know, you said, you, you were, you've always been straight up, you know, nothing's perfect. It's nothing's going to be right. perfect. We're going to make mistakes. And, we'll, and we did the same coming over, but, uh, you know, the, the, the overwhelming response was let's, you know, what are you doing and why? And when we gave them that, when we, when we let them anchor to something about why we were doing in the, and quite honestly, our opposition is you can be part of something. Right. And Steve being subject to something. Right. To being, you know, just wow, thought of as a really, number. That's strong. Why not be part of something, yeah. you know? And, and I thought that, I think that spoke to people. Too. Yeah. What about when you walked into your office and the first time you saw your name on the wall? <laughs> you know, it's, it's a special time for us. We go to a lot of open houses yeah. and meet your clients. We're looking forward to going to yours. But yep. what, what was that like when, when you finally saw the name Cat and Well? Well, you know... It, the first time, this is this. Is my, I know you know what I'm talking about. For the first three months, I can't remember what I was thinking other than I got to get on the phone and talk to clients. I mean, it was obsessing about you know four thirty to ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. But then, sometime after the initial, you know, that surge came over, there was one day. I don't know if it was the first day or the second. I'm sitting there, and I realized that this is my office. This is my business, and um, you know, I go in every day, and I'm, I just feel so much happier yeah i don't know how to describe it i mean i was so tired of the omnipotent oppressive wirehouse mentality you know when i got in this i was telling my wife last night i got in this business you were an entrepreneur you were you were prized for your individualism right you know you were you were you were treated like a partner that's what was going to make it all work yeah. yeah and that and then they then those people that were successful in that the ones that went out and and dro- drove that idea all of a sudden then 20 years into my career, no, you're not an entrepreneur. <laughs> no, you're an employee. Right. And you need to do it this way. Right. And, and to think that's going to work, I right. want it for everybody. It's not right. going to work for me. And at Merrill, I mean, in, in any of the wirehouses, right? Right. It, that, that structure is very good for a number of people. I mean, this independent journey is not for everybody. There are a lot of people that that model works incredibly well. And they're very successful. But I think our model for the people that have those feelings that you had, that needed to change, they need to step it up a little bit, they need to challenge. People like you do well. You own the business, we're here to support it. And I just love when I see the name on the wall. Mm-hmm. I walk into that office, it's beautiful. It represents you know, the tone that you three want with your team. So um, it's been very impressive. On, yeah, on what I have done. to agree. I appreciate it. Uh, people have stopped asking me about the death of the wirehouse. I mean, I think you know, eight or nine years ago, people thought all these wirehouses were going out of business. And you and I both said at the time, like there's always going to be a place for a wirehouse. There because are. it's going to be a place for people to start. And it's going to be a place for people who, like Matt was saying, who kind of want to be an employee. They, they don't really want to have to, you know, and I'm not saying everybody who's still at a wirehouse is like this. That, that wouldn't be correct either. I mean, there are a lot of people that are there that, you know, have built, to Matt's point, have built incredible businesses being entrepreneurial. But <clears throat> the vibe has definitely shifted now. And it's definitely much more about 
do what we tell you to do, right? This is what, that's what we need you to do. We kind of need you to row the Excel spreadsheet in the same direction as everybody else. And I think that's ultimately, you know, what, what makes people like Matt and others that we work with, you know, poke their head up and look around. And it's not a, it's not a fast process. Like you said, it takes a while. Um, but it, it, I think universally people have that sense of not, not relief. That's not even close to the right word, but like reward, you know, like you guys, you took the thing that you spent your lives building, remembered what it was like when it was fun, wanted it to be fun again, figured out a way to get out and make it fun again. And here you are. And now, not now your work life, your, your professional life satisfaction is back where it want it, you want it to be, but also, right. Your personal life all of a sudden gets better too. Right. D don't you feel like that's true as well? Yeah, um, I feel like just give me a couple more months. I'm only, my <laughs> personal life is a little non-existent right now. We're probably, we're working late, but no, it is. Uh, I, I can see the green shoots though. Like your seven, <laughs> you know, your seven year old draft yesterday and stuff like that. Like I see it. I, I know how hard it's been to, to get through this little bit of time here. Yeah. But I can see the difference from seeing you a couple of months ago to seeing you today and kind of where your head is and with Dave and Benji as well. And it's fun to see that. It is. And you know, my my <laughs> wife has always been important to me as far as, you know, just a rock and and through this whole process, she was incredibly supportive. She's been telling me for years that I needed to I just needed to do my own thing because, you know, I would say if I was, you know, if I was doing it, I would do this. Right. And if I would do it, you know, then it's like put up and shut up. You know, right. I love excuses you. Now. Yeah. Where's your excuse? <laughs> Go for it, big guy. Right. <laughs> and uh, yeah. So she said something to me a few weeks ago when I was, you know, I was working and, and she but I, you know, I was coming in reasonable hours again, you know, that kind of stuff. And and she just looked at me and she goes, I can tell you're happier. Mm -hmm. She goes, I can ask I mean. tell yeah. you're happier. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I am. I'm much happier. Am yeah. I being, you know, I'm not nearly as it's not just the stress is easing now that the transition's over. I'm I'm starting to realize that, you know, it's it's a little overwhelming, but I'm starting to realize what there's so many things that I can do. I just hope I have the energy to, 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 you know, to get into it, but I know, you know, well, eat an it. elephant one bite at a time. Yeah, we'll right. get there. Yeah. I right. saw it yesterday with Dave and yeah. Benji when we, we met with uh, with your team yesterday and everybody's smiling and they all said the same thing. I mean, it, this was a lot of work, you know, and we told you it was going to be a lot of work. But, you know, Benji, and when I was talking to him and he's, you know, he's going to build his own building down in Perry potentially and mm -hmm. the thought that he can be closer to his family, you know, and, and Dave, you know, feels like he has a lot more time to go see his kids in college, play sports, and mm -hmm. you know, hang out with his wife and travel now. And uh, I, I was—it just means a lot to you when I see you guys happy. Thanks. And you That's came 100% true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, look, we're coming up on time, and Matt, I don't want to put you on the spot, but is there anything else you'd want to tell folks that are still at the wirehouse that are maybe thinking <clears throat> about um, making a change? Just any any thoughts based on your experience? Be bold. I think that. Uh, Rewards come to those who reach out, and I think that you you can and will be successful in any environment. And the independent space is is so much more rewarding to to me, and I think it could be for for, for them too. Well said. Well, I can't think of a better way to end it, Matt. Thanks for coming in thank today. You, Appreciate your time, um, Scott. Thank you as always. And so that's another episode of Kester Private Wealth Services Out Loud. If you'd like to see more episodes, feel free to visit our website or visit us on the Apple Apple Podcast app. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thanks, Matt. All right, guys. All right. We'll see you next time. <laughs>